Hey, it's Sheena Shea, and if you know me, you know it's all happening. From Vanderpump Rules and my podcast shenanigans to my full-time job being Summer's Mommy, there's always something keeping me busy, and that's why I love Factor. They send fresh, never-frozen meals right to my doorstep. They're packed with flavor, dietitian approved and make it easy to stay on track with my goals. Delicious and ready to eat in literally two minutes. I mean, seriously. Visit factormeals.com slash Shay40 for 40% off your first order. I bet, I bet that's a hard thing. Well, that's, <laughs> no pun intended. There's going to be too many puns in this episode be, that you're not going to be able to avoid, just so you know. It's, it, they're fucking landmines. Did you love the search for the perfect rental on a Friday night? Did your parents have all the premium channels? Do you search through countless streaming services for the perfect movie night? I know we do. Welcome to Mike and Anthony Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Anthony. It's Italian and ported nylon. <laughs> a special edition. And uh, we bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond, during which we will play the game and open up a six-pack of favorite scenes, or more even. We also point out a couple of generic scenes as well. At the end of the show, we'll rate the movie 1 to 24 cans. One can is forget it, is is being coke-impotent. That's what it is. I, I had an extra word in there. But it's being coke-impotent, which is really bad. And 24 cans is dating Roller Girl. Uh, but before we get to all that, we want to let you know we have a Patreon, so if you like cool stuff and topics, then we need you to join us on Patreon. Plus, if you are a patron, we listen to your suggestions. So if you want us to do a movie, that would be a good way to suggest it. You can still do a fast pass, though. So if you're like, I don't want to do all that, but I still want a movie done, you can send us $25 to our Venmo or PayPal at Soda Pop Culture Club. Let us know what it's for, and we'll do that movie for you. And like I say, always we have a goal to get 10 patrons by October so we can just keep making this magic happen. So please, people. Help us out. Help us help you get more stuff. But it's and 20, not only it's twenty five. Yeah. If you just want to look at it, <laughs> if, you, if you want us to do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to see me touch it, it's fifty. It's fifty. <laughs> not only do we have a Patreon, we also have a website, sodapopcultureclub.com. You can buy some merch, make movie suggestions, and see our schedule. A couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. Check out our Instagram at Mike and Anthony. We post tasteful pics of. Anthony's feet, sometimes doing movie scenes, sometimes just the feet. You know, he's into that. And we try to post clever memes that go along with the movies we discuss. Finally, we need you to go to Apple Podcast and hit us up for a five-star or any star review, really, and a comment. It would be super awesome because it helps us grow our show on that particular platform. Anthony, so you just want me to hit the trailer and just not it. ask me? Okay. You know what? I think this movie is appropriate to just hit it. <laughs> Everyone's given one special thing, right? Everyone's blessed with one special thing. I want you to know I plan on being a star. A big, bright, shining star. Eddie Adams from Taunts. Yep. Jack Horner, filmmaker. I make uh, exotic pictures. In 1977, a kid from nowhere. Maybe think about your name. My name, yeah. Something a little pizzazz. Dirk Diggler. 
Good name. I like your name a lot. Had a dream of getting somewhere. Jack Horner has found something special in newcomer Dirk Diggler. So let me just pop in this A track and you just give a listen and tell what you think, okay? It was a time when disco was king. These are the ones, these are great. Yeah, those are really cool. Are they lizard? No, they're Italian. Do you like my shoes? They're pretty cool. Sex was safe. Pleasure was a business. Cut. Terrific. Nice work. And business was booming. And the award for best newcomer goes to Mr. Dirk Bidler. Wow. Goodbye, 1979. Hello, 1980. Are you ready? But in 1980... Come on, you puppies! The party was over. You are fired! What? You're fired! fired. It's jealousy, it's deceitfulness, it's vindictiveness, but, I mean, God, what can you expect when you're on top? No, wait, 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 wait. Not this part. New Line Cinema presents... A portrait of two decades in the life of a business, the days of a dreamer, and the nights in between. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. And then Pornhub killed the dream. Oh, isn't it? Isn't it strange how everything is cyclical in this world? And this movie is like... It's like a foreshadowing to a foreshadowing, you know. It's like it, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I wonder what uh, what film porn film killed. Did it just kill the pictures or those little things that you guys used to go up to and turn the little handle and watch? Is I mean turn the crank? Yeah, the crank. Turn your yeah. crank. Yeah. <laughs> or did it just kill the brothel industry? The guys were like, "Eh, it's too expensive to get a hooker. I'll just go yeah. watch this and yank one out in the theater." <laughs> I don't know, really. I mean. I don't know what this did actually. Or it just introduced something. Did it really take anything away? Yeah. Well, you know, I always feel porn is in layers. Isn't showers? I don't know. Isn't porn in layers? Like you have film, you have the videotape, you have the magazines. And I feel the, the way sex is in general, it's a very fetish industry. So some people, the the way they get it is a fetish, whether it's vintage type of materials, you know what I mean. So I don't. Um, I think there will always be a market for all. I, I don't. I don't think I would call it fetish. The, the the medium that you choose, I think that's more of a collector's choice. <laughs> oh, why are you are you trying to? Uh, 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 no, no, I'm saying uh, it's like make your collection like, seem no, better. It's like you play you play your fucking video games. You play. You download the games, right? You don't yes. buy the physical copies anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's more like that. Well, some people want the tactile feel of a book exactly. or, a, or a magazine. and Or a they've... magazine with pages stuck together. You want to know that that's where I left off. There's my bookmark. <laughs> All right, give us our numbers, man. Give All us right, our here's numbers. our breakdown by the numbers. Directed by Jack Horner and starring Dirk Diggler, Amber Waves, Roller Girl, Reed Rothschild, Buck Swope, and Little Bill. Boogie Nights was released on October 10th, 1997 in the U.S., September 11th outside of the U.S., taking in $43.1 million at the box office against a $15 million budget. It scores 7.9, unfortunately not 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, and 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, well, let's just say it's Paul Thomas Anderson as and the writer. And there's some other director. people, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
you know, you know the deal. But this is, <laughs> you know, like to me, I this is if we're going to talk about a movie where people are playing fake porn stars, I'm using their porn names. But the reason I am I'm going to say Paul Thomas Anderson is because he's he's genius. He hasn't made a lot of movies. But the ones he's made are just pretty freaking good. Um, he Magnolia, which I really enjoy, has um, Tom Cruise in it. Yes. And you and know what Nicole he plays? Kidman. What's his big line in that one? And Nicole Kidman. Or not, Matt, Matt's not Magnolia. Magnolia had, doesn't have Nicole Kidman. Oh, that's it? Eyes Wide Shut. Shit, I'm sorry. Eyes Wide Shut. That's My a bad. Francis Ford My Coppola bad. joint. My this bad. is Magnolia where he My has bad. the big, big dick energy and his dad's dying. Yeah. Uh, Punch Drunk Love is great. There Will Be Blood. Uh, Phantom Thread is another one. He just did Licorice Pizza, which was good to me, but he's, I think he's digging into that 70s. He's definitely well. got his own vision. I will give him that. Yeah, he's he's very good. They tried to call him the Martin Scorsese, the new Martin Scorsese when this came out, which I could see. He has a vision and he has great needle drops. The music yeah. um, in this movie is amazing. So I it is, but it's funny because like, it, like after watching this, it like it's almost like it turned so many of those songs into porn songs. Spill the wine is a porn song to me now. Oh, spill the wine's brilliant. It's a porn Uh, song now. I love uh, Eric Burden and War. That particular version of War is one of my favorites. Um, So there you go. I have a greatest hits by them. It's really good. So I I could always. That's not a porn song to me. But then again, maybe every '70s song is a porn song when you think about it. I think a lot of it is, but I also feel like after, especially like recently, after you would watch this movie when it came out. Mm Hmm. It would. It was really hard to disassociate porn when you heard heard a lot of those songs. Yeah, this movie because it makes you think of the movie, and then it makes you think of Roller Girls' tits. When you look at how much the the movie uh, made and how much was spent on it, I think its reach was way farther than its box office dollars. Like, I think this is another one of those movies that people were afraid to go to it in the theater, but when it came out on video, they rented the shit out of it. Yeah. Ironically. <laughs> Which is funny because then you look at fucking Fifty Shades of Grey and what that did at the oh, box yeah. office. Well, those are women. Those are motivated. Jeez, I mean, cute, when man. women are motivated to go see a movie, we talked about Dirty Dancing. What happens, you know? But if, at the same time, like, I mean, I guess, I, I don't know if people just, I mean, it's, it's obviously not something you can take your kids to. So we've already no, talked no, about that No, 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 it's not. The subject matter determines the type of audience you get. So you're already... If you're going by yourself or with your significant other, you already you gotta leave the kids at home. So you already the the theater's suffering for that because they're missing out on a couple extra ticket sales. Yeah, they are. They definitely are. Um, Especially I'll if you're gonna show dick at the end. <laughs> oh yeah, that that is hard to never see. Yeah, showing a big. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I mean. But when you saw this, did you see it in the theater originally? I did no. not because my wife would never go see this movie in the theater. I had to wait until it came out on video. Um, no, this was video for me. I was not like enamored with having to go see it. Like, oh man, I got to go see Boogie Nights. It was I wanted to. interesting idea. I thought, oh shit, that's, you know, different. But, you know, it's partly too. I mean, Mark Wahlberg was still Marky Mark to me at the time. <laughs> so I'm like haven't I seen enough of him pretty much in Calvin Klein ads already yeah well I mean you didn't see that much of him oh so I don't think if Marky Mark doesn't have as much as he has in this movie <laughs> let's put it that way 
I bet I bet that's a hard thing. Well, that's, <laughs> no pun intended. There's going to be too many puns in this episode that you're not going to be able to avoid. Just so you know, it's, it, they're fucking landmines. It's like they said with the president, right? He's the most powerful man in the world. So you might have these preconceptions of his sexual prowess. Same with a guy or you like see in a movie. Who, yeah, see a guy in a movie with uh, uh, who has a, a prosthetic Johnson that's the size of a baby's arm. I mean, do you have these preconceptions when you meet this person? Uh, outside of the movie and think, well, he must have that. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be horrible. That'd be horrible I would to have that. For his, like, you know, you kind of walk into that yourself, though. If you're going to take on that role and you're going to have a 13-inch donger at the end of the yeah. movie, that's you, that's... you You have to own that or not. Yeah, yeah, you're you You're going to have people wondering. Well, you know what? I have a fact on this. I'm going to... and. He did. Mark Wahlberg didn't want to take the movie, and the reason was because of Showgirls just came out and was yeah, a failure. So he has a quote here um, in GQ, I believe it was. Showgirls had just came come out. The that movie was a disaster, and you know, coming from the underwear background, the music stuff, I was like, eh, I don't want to do this. But there was just so much hype around the script. So finally, I started reading it. I got thirty five pages into it. I put it down. I said. I've got to meet the director. I said, this guy is either fine, either finally wants me to take the Calvin Kleins off or he wants to make a really serious movie. So there you go. That was his thoughts. Can it be both? Can it be both? Yes. It's like, can it be both? Now you wonder too, and during the casting call, did did the director make him Um, drop his draws? Mr. Marky Mark, could you... I need you, to know what we're working with so we know... Could you take Marky Mark, can you drop your pants so I can see your funky bunch? Yes. <laughs> I need to, I don't need to feel it, I just need to see the vibration. Yes. <laughs> let's let's get the vibrations in here right now. Oh, that's so bad. That's so bad. Hey, so do you want to do the awesome thing that I know you want to do? Oh, yes. Let's play that fucking game. Oh, let's play that game. And the game, I'll let you know, is where I'm going to read... Three movie reviews. Two of them are real. One of them is fake. And Antoine has to guess the fake one. So you too can play along. So listen to what I read and see which ones I am making up. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Audience, please do better than me. They do, I'm certain. All right. First one, Marty Mapes. Movie habit. I didn't dislike it, but it didn't do much for me. David Keyes, Cinemaphone.com. With a movie based on the porn industry, you would expect it to be trashy, cheap, and even tawdry, but it's not. Karen Barkley, Chicago Sun-Times. A lesser movie would have played up the sex and camp of the porn industry. Instead, we got a beautiful character study that pulled us in and didn't let go. Ah. <sighs> I'm going to say the second one. All right. And why would you say that? That just seems, and I could be wrong. Okay. It just seems like the fake review. All right. And if I said that wasn't correct, which one of the other two would you then go to? I really don't know. Oh. I really don't know. I guess the first one. All right. So. Only because the third one. Yeah. Like the third one, I will say, is the one that on the surface would seem fake. 
because yes. anybody going into but really I could see why somebody would say that about this movie. You know what? You're right. So you could see why some would say that. Yes. But I'm going to tell you, you, you so were is wrong. That the fake one, the third one. You were wrong twice. And the All third right. one was the fake one. But see, here's why you should have known it. We're going to be doing a little movie called Child's Play, right? Yes. And the mother of the little boy who gets Chucky is Karen Barkley. Karen Barkley. Yes. <laughs> she was such a fucking Karen. Such a fucking Karen. <laughs> So if you won, if you beat me at home, if you guessed that one, because I tried to get him with good words and I think it worked. See, I would have known Andy Barkley. Then you throw fucking Karen. I'm not, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go to the main. You would have known. So that is why. I mean, it's like only the second most famous Andy to have a toy doll. Yeah, oh, that's so fucking true. I never even thought about it. We'll get to that when we do that movie here in a few weeks. Um, so uh, this movie, we're going to get into it. Do you want to summarize the plot? We don't do that anymore. Uh, we could summarize but what it's about. I mean, if you want me to summarize the plot, I'll summarize the plot on this one. Yeah, go Dip. ahead. Fuck, Dip. aim for Dip. the tits. Dip for the... I, I would say uh, a young man who feels his only talent is his big dick yes. tries to get into the porn industry and all the cast and characters around him go through the ebbs and flows of life, uh, get to their lowest points and then get back up a little bit. Well, he doesn't actually try to get in the porn industry. Oh, he though. gets in, but he gets in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying that, gets, but that's his, he gets starts discovered. Off that way. Yeah. You know, so, and I don't want to get into that like too much, but there's different shit in this movie too, which I gotta say. So, like that whole thing, he he doesn't work at a club closer to home. He takes the bus to get there. I have questions. Go ahead. But he doesn't. There's. It's really never explained why that he wants to break into the industry because that never really kind of transpires. It's more that just uh, you know. He knows he has a big dick. But still, and apparently Jack Horner does too. Does he have fucking six cents for cock or what? Because he just uh, looks at uh, him and is like, "I gotta find out about that guy's dick." Well, like, what the hell? Later on, when he gets home and you see him looking in the mirror, you can see his fucking schlong going up into his freaking hips. No, you couldn't. <laughs> yeah, you, you could. see the fucking know. cucumber they put in his underwear. Oh, whatever. You know what I mean. You know, they it's going way over me. Don't, Come don't, on. Don't, don't go, don't go <laughs> WWF on me. Oh, you know it's real. You Come on, boa, they can't not be real. You got a boa constrictor hiding in his pants. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's visible that way, but I also think maybe... Um, he had been going there and someone spotted him for Jack. If you think about it, it makes sense that he yeah. heard rumors and that's why, cause it's one of his friends club. So yeah, it makes sense. they made that weird eye contact. They did. That is a so, kind of the strange thing. That's what I'm I don't feel like that, but I don't know. That is it a good is. question. How did Jack know to come get him? That's the only explanation I have. I do feel that maybe because Dirk is from Torrance, is that where it was? that he went to the Valley because he knows that's where porn shot. And maybe he thought at that club, he knew where Jack, because remember he said he had heard of Jack. So maybe he targeted yeah. that. That's yep. Fan of the, the only thing I could think of that. I know. Like I said, it, there's just some different stuff that in this movie throughout, I would have liked either explain better or just a little more background to it. Yeah. That, that one, the, the meeting and why they met is a good one, man. Uh, it, the, 
but the whole situation with with uh, Jack and uh, there's a the whole situation with how he meets him and then how he auditions for him is there's problems. I mean, there's just what I mean. Roller girl, we find out is still in high school. Yes. I mean, how does that? Eddie's make you only feel? seventeen. Yeah, that these, it, which is oddly makes it more appropriate their their sexual energy. Yes. But how it how it is being um, lorded over by adults telling them to do this, it seems to be the problem. <laughs> I mean, this movie didn't, uh, I, I mean, in 1997, I guess maybe we didn't see a problem. Do you think they would do this now and make this movie this way? I wouldn't think so, but I wouldn't put it past anybody to. It is the seventies porn industry. So maybe Again, they're trying to point out in a different time period. Yeah. It doesn't take place when it actually came out. True. So, you know, this was the nineties. Yeah. Um, it was, this is where you know, we, I mean, this is the nineties. This is where we just barely had dial up porn. <laughs> well, that's when you want to download a picture and you're waiting porn. for each line to go. <laughs> and the next morning you wake up and go, Oh yeah, that, that was the picture I wanted. Fuck. <laughs> now it's too late. Cause I gotta go to school. Yeah, I didn't do dial-up that much because it was not useful Just at all. Just not worth it. So, um, did you think those were fair prices, though, when uh, Jack met him? $5 to look? Just take a look. $10? I don't fucking know. You're asking me what's a fair price to show my dick to somebody? Or jerk off yeah. in front of them? I you mean, I don't know. You can't put a price on that. You can't put a price? Oh, is it free for you? Okay, I get it. Yeah, you can't put a price on <laughs> It's free. <laughs> I, so, I really, I will tell you, like watching this movie, that is one question I did not ask myself. What would I charge? See, there's your problem. You you need to understand that you need to know where your prices are because you've got to have a price. You got to have no, a price. No. Oh, well, everyone's got a price. Everyone has got a price. I don't have a price if if Jeff Bezos came up to you and said ten million dollars to look at it, no, Jeff Bezos just for him to look at your dick, ten million dollars would not give him the satisfaction. Oh man, I, <laughs> the satisfaction. I doubt he would be very satisfied with what you got going. <laughs> I think it, uh, it's just a power play more than anything. It would be worth the ten million. I can tell you. <laughs> oh really? Yes. <laughs> well, you shave it in the form of a. Uh, a, a mushroom or star or something hey, like I very know. Mario inspired. My manscaping game is down. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh gosh. You're, you're just awful. And now here's what I think. I'm not when awful. He's... I'm telling the truth. You know what? Hey, yeah. Listen, if you're going to play ball, you got to make sure the field is manicured. True. That's True. how the pros do it. That is not how Dirk That's did it. That's why those guys are out there for hours before the game, painting the sidelines, making sure everything looks sharp. I'm just going to say that Dirk Diggler was in the 70s. I'm guessing that was full-on caveman bush, so don't even worry about yeah, it. Yeah, you don't, you know, and you don't know, because even the quote-unquote payoff at the end that everybody was talking about what happens, you don't even see that part. You see a little bit. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. No, I, I just look. Like... I just watched it right before we got on here. You so, see hair. You see the hair. And let me explain to everybody too. We were late starting this recording tonight because someone had to finish watching because he wanted to make sure to see the dick at the end. 
well, you know, hey, I want to be, I do this for you guys. I do this so that I am accurate and I seen it and I can have a real opinion about what I saw. So meanwhile, I'm sitting here waiting to start recording this episode while my co-host is waiting to see a 13-inch cock. Ironically, he's sitting here waiting with his dick in his hand. <laughs> hey. Hand it's a, right here. Check. Okay. Also now, in I my do hand get, is the glass of whiskey, my friend. I want to get to There's the, the bromance. Just so the know. bromance of this movie. I want to get to that. Yes. This this bromance, um, to me, kind of rivals Paul Rudd and Jason Siegel's bromance in I Love You, Man. Yeah, or, you know... In, on a different is, level. Yeah, this is different because this is a bromance, that I think, that then ends up going beyond this movie. It is, like, but... Yeah. Jason Siegel would fit in very well in this film. Oh, this is his time. He's already movie. got the jerk off station in that movie. This is where I masturbate. Yeah. You know, he would be down with this. He'd be, he'd He's, be in it. He would because his dick actually is as big as Dirk Diggler's <laughs> <laughs> as we've actually seen in film. I don't, I don't want to see that again. <laughs> I don't want to see. Well, you know, but it's really funny because, Jason Siegel, his body type is more like Reed. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. His dick is all Diggler. <laughs> that Reed, uh, but Reed, uh, Reed Rothschild and him, just they have a great one. Um, but the funny part about their whole relationship is they're full of shit. Like oh, yeah. everything, they're full of shit. They, the, they make up everything. The first, I mean, the very first time they meet, just the whole. How much do you squat? How much do you squat? Yeah. You said you go first. Same time? <laughs> you didn't say it. Well, you didn't say it either. And just like, but the whole, that I mean, that's a bromance there when you're talking about working yeah. out and shit. Italian and leather what shoes. The fucking hell was in that margarita? I don't know. Is that, well, see, I don't know anything about drinks. So did that look good or bad? I don't know. It didn't look good. You would, would you have drank it? No. Well, I am not a, first, I'm not a uh, blender margarita guy. Yeah. I am like traditional on the rocks. Yeah. Make it the right way. Don't put all that bullshit in it. Don't ever, nothing, nothing like, I don't, not Mexican restaurant margaritas where it's like drinking a slushy. None of that shit. My wife loves them frozen. No. Well, that's because you so. guys have shitty taste in alcohol, except your wife likes whiskey. So I'll give her that. But other than that, your Whatever. alcohol taste. I have great taste. What no, if my taste got, is mine. Your taste is what a 12 year old would like in alcohol. Hey, and you know something? That's good. Cause I want to share it with your kid when he turns 12. <laughs> uh, he'd probably have a way better alcoholic palate by the time he's 12 than you have now. Well, it sounds like you're going to be introducing him to some I, Van Winkle. Shit. If I could ever get some of that. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, I probably would. I mean, like it's a special occasion, son. Because you're never going to see this shit again. So you, we've been going um, shopping here and there at the antique mall to find yes some things for your basement, like beer signs. How awesome would it be if you had the purple neon Dirk Diggler sign in your basement? Uh, I'd have to say no to that. Whoa, really? You wouldn't take yeah. a Dirk Diggler neon sign in no, your basement? No, I would. I would put it in my room in here where I podcast. Yeah. Yeah. My kid is in there. His friends come over. They play in the basement. They don't play in the, well, they kind of do in the area there, shoot Nerf guns and shit. 
I don't want to be the one to explain to the neighbor's kids, let alone my son, what the hell Dirk Diggler means. Yeah. I can't have that conversation. Oh, so no, like, I've got, but when, come on, man. When my son is older. Yes. It'd be fucking sweet. But the beer thing is still just as bad. Kids are going to want to know what kind but, of beer is that? What kind of beer saying, is that? When he starts saying Dirk Diggler. Yeah. And he doesn't know why he's just like, you're a Dirk Diggler. To some you're kid on the playground. Diggler. I can't, no, I can't, <laughs> I can't go in for that parent teacher conference. Not doing it. So yes, I, <laughs> it would be cool, but I would not put it in the bar area where the kids, where the kids are. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want, you don't want him to say that now. I already, I, don't, I already don't like saying, I don't want it to be in the bar where the kids are, but again, it's not like that, but I'm going to have some, um, I'm going to hit, hit you a quick fire with some things here. Uh, first thing I want to get to is one, I want to get to Dirk Diggler when he first gets with, uh, Amber waves. He asked for consent. Mm-hmm. Isn't that ahead of his time? Even in the seventies, like in the seventies, they said, fuck her. They probably just do it and not worry about consent. But he was really a loving person at first. He's got some innocence. Yeah. Sure. He's got, he's got the, but, but even then, even, even you know, it, consent is a thing that even now is hard for people to wrap their heads around. It's funny though, because the way his fucking mom is, you'd think he hates women already. Oh, Oh yeah, his mother. Um, uh, who the hell shit on her Fruit Loops? What the fuck is her deal? And again, another thing, no backstory. We don't get any of this. And his dad is a weakling, weakling who sits he, there and lets what it. What the hell happened it. with this? I don't know his, and that's why I have. I was going to go through some character like um, descriptions, like Eddie. His I, home life sucks, and that seems to motivate him to this porn industry. Oh, my. Um, just to jump back on that for a second, though, this is what bugs me about this. When you've got Dirk Diggler, who is the main character you follow in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I understand, you know, it'd be obviously um, a cliche to have rough yeah. home life. Go do porn. Yeah. But we don't actually like there's another place where I'd like a little more backstory to know why this is such a, in a two and a half hour household. movie. Where do you add it in, in a where two and a you... half hour movie? Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. Two and a half hours. And that, it's a kill. It's killer too. all of it. It's real good. It's but, nothing... I need, but you got to narrow it down. You should like giving me less of one or two characters, even though there's great, great, great fucking actors in this movie. Who do you, you take to, less? You got to parse that down some. If because I like if you're gonna go into all this stuff and you're gonna show again redemption for people and different things with her like you gotta give some more backstory into this. Okay, so in this movie like um, roller girl, we don't fucking know. She's just still in school. Well, we see kind of a thing when she's at that test and the guy gives her some shit. That's what I'm saying. Does she have parents? Does she live with her grandma? We have no fucking clue. We have no clue. Um, you're right. You're right. But when we talk about this movie and you look at all the characters and how they get to where they are, um, that's one of the things that the character arcs are interesting. And they, and, and everybody ends up getting as low as they possibly can right. at some point. I mean, you've got uh, Maggie or Amber Waves, whatever you want to call her. She's a coked out mother, uh, but thinks she's a good mother. <laughs> she's everybody's mom. But she's not, all right. And she, yeah, and when, 
there's the other another fucking weird twist there. Her yeah. She wants to be Dirk's mom, but she fucks him. That's I have that in there. That's like that's one of the weirdest fucking things. And um and so and not, you know she yeah, yeah. yeah, she she but her lowest point is after that hearing and when she wants to get her kid and they and she can't get her kid because of her lifestyle. And yeah. it really is her fault. And I think that's her recognizing her failures. Uh, that's you know her what? lowest point. You know, I, I actually, I, I question that a little bit. Yeah. At the very end of the movie, when Jack's mm-hmm. going through the house and, you know, yeah, into the room and he's like, you know, you're staring. It's like, yeah. I'm staring at the foxiest bitch. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Then she's just staring herself in the mirror. Like, I always wonder if that's her lowest point. Like, you just never. Well, no, because at that point, like she, she's, she doesn't seem happy that he put it like said it that way. And she's just kind of staring like. I don't know. You know what I mean, though? Like, I always take that as her lowest point. Like, see, this is what I am. I think, though, at that point, when they're treating Roller Girl like their daughter and they're kind of domesticated in that little situation, I think that's them bouncing back in their own way. Um, you know, that, that yeah, to me it is, but I'm saying like just that moment where she's after he says that and leaves when she's just staring at herself. Yeah. It's a very conflicted look. <laughs> the way yeah. She just, yeah. It's like, I agree. I would tell you though, that to me, this whole movie, when Maggie gives, uh, Eddie or Dirk cocaine, mm-hmm. I think that's the slide. That's the real slide of this whole movie. Everything oh, yeah. unravels for sure because of cocaine it in this sure. movie. Uh, eventually. Before that, Dirk's Napoleon. He's on top of the world. Yeah. So nobody I mean, wants to take him down. And it hurt everyone else around them to where they had to go do their own things. You know, little, I mean, let's see. Roller Girl, what ends up happening with her is she ends up having that weird ass sex scene in the back of a car trying to do some new, like, with a guy vivid video, it seems like. I don't know what the amateur porn video, I guess, is what we call this. He's trying to pioneer the amateur porn industry. Is that what it is? <laughs> guy off the street, and then it ends up being a guy she went to school with. I think yeah. it's that guy who did the faces at her, is it? I, I couldn't tell. I don't think it was. I thought that at first. Yeah. But I don't I don't think it was. But that, but I, to I'm me... For, though, to me with Roller been. Girl this is like her lowest low because I think she ends up killing the guy we really don't get the story on that he was still moving when they left so I think he's just like brain damaged uh, well I hope so because it should have yeah. killed him yeah. after he'd already gotten the living shit beat on by Jack and then she goes with a skate to the head several times that should have killed him the 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 thing with Roller Girl throughout this movie though the one thing that came to my mind early on when she was sent in to do the blow job. And then when we get one of my six pack, um, aim it at her tits, Eddie, which is one of your favorite lines. Uh, <laughs> I thought she's been groomed to, for sex trafficking almost by older people. Does yeah. it not feel oh, like no that? Doubt. Like, I feel like she's been groomed into this lifestyle and, um, I feel bad for her Cause I don't think it was a choice at that point. Again, like I said, give me some backstory. So I know where she's coming from with all this. She's just there all of a sudden. You know what yeah. I mean? She could have been fucking 12 when she started doing this. We don't know. We don't know. 15, 13. But even then, still grooming. We don't so really I, know. 
Yeah, it's kind of funny. I say I w- I'd want more backstory, but I'm not sure if I do. Yeah. I don't know if I actually want to know how. Do I want to see kitty porn like no, the Colonel? No, 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 I not don't that. Know. I mean, how horrible their lives were before this. Are you Colonel Anthony here? Let's see. <laughs> That's bad. That's bad. Let's talk about uh, Buck. Um, Don Cheadle's character. Yes. Love that guy. Oh, he man. has a little arc on the side. He's got an identity crisis, though. Now, I want to go with this. His full cowboy was not a bad instinct because if you know by our Urban Cowboy episode and our Every Which Way But Loose, there was a an Urban Cowboy bubble he could have hit there if he would have leaned into it the right way. I'm I know, but saying. it was coming off more like the Rocks Cowboy bubble in Be cool. He was looking like Roy Rogers bullshit. Yeah, I get it. But, but still. That's just not how you sell stereos, man. You yeah, you don't sell sell it by listening to bluegrass. Yes, you, <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, you got to have the right music if you're going to have the highest fidelity possible. Hi, yeah, he was full of shit. I, oh, I don't, big time! But he was, but he had a passion. I'll give him this. He wanted it, and he wanted to do something different. Um, really bad. Yeah, it's it's funny though. Obviously, he was full of shit. But when he was applying for the loan, yeah. The loan officer would have had no fucking clue what he's talking about. Like other than his porn career. That's it. Loan. Either way, if not, had not been for that, he would have got the loan because they don't know. What That's about. yeah, that was kind of cruel. And then, but what really sucks is um, what happens after that, which is the, the scene where he's in the, the donut shop. Which I, I really wanted some of those fucking donuts though. Once I saw them tonight. I really it did, did give me a mild craving for them. I will say <laughs> he's like, he's they pull up the apple fritter and I'm like, Oh shit. I want an apple fritter now. What the is fuck? Christmas? Yeah. Christmas over there. Is that Christmas? This oh. is a Christmas movie officially. Okay. It so, is. There you go. <laughs> Christmas is in the movie, but they, uh, but, but the weird thing is when, when that whole scene goes down where the robber gets shot by the pedestrian, the pedestrian gets shot and then shoots the guy in the back of the head. <laughs> Jesus. That was a weird triumvirate of weirdness. Did, did um, should he have taken the money though? Because I assume he did. We don't really know, but we assume he did. Oh no, we know he did. Well, they didn't show it, but they but he did. We assume. No, they showed it. Did they show it? I didn't. I just watched it. it, it I'm pretty away. sure they showed it. Blacked it. out. Showed, I, I I swear. They I showed. They either showed or they showed it. it. No, they showed him take off, and it was gone. Well, there's maybe that. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what it was. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Okay. But that's why I remember. Um, you know what I find interesting about that too, though, is it's like that we got the payoff there that we didn't get earlier with little Bill. Yeah. Going in and blasting his wife. Oh gosh, that and was a himself, rough scene. Actually, himself, we saw that, but there were some graphic fucking bullets to the head in this movie. That was, you know, that is so true. We got to see some things. So that's one of those things where if you have somebody who's committed suicide or anything of that nature, or you've seen things like that, that could be a PTSD trigger. It's, well, and, you know, the, I, it's it's funny thinking about it now because this movie is so based on porn that everybody focuses on talking about the movie or when it came out and everything. Like, you know, yeah. how fucking graphically violent those death scenes are like that's more shit than you're getting in any fucking horror movie yeah i would I mean, agree that's more graphic than pulp fiction i i, I would agree there is more it, it, it's i wondered how this stayed into an r rating 
<laughs> with the with as big a dick as we saw at the end and all the tits and the sex scenes. Not even that. Literally, those those sh- shots to the head, like that would those be, were graphic. Like extremely brains everywhere. That alone is like holy shit. But it really lent to the what they call it the um the shocking nature of things they wanted to do in this movie. Yes. It was it was there. It was there. Let me see. So we talked about little Bill. I want to go into our six packs. I, I said one of them. That was the okay. six pack. Aim it at her tits, Eddie. That's got to be like, yeah, <laughs> like, like how do you? You're sitting. At, I guess he didn't ask. There's that. <laughs> um, do you have oh, any? No, six he, packs? it's not. They asked. It's right after she said, "Don't fucking come at me." Oh, that's true. Aim it at yeah, yeah. So yeah. He's, then he's just then. So he then just gave him direction. Then he's that's a director. being a director exactly. <laughs> that's him doing his job. That's him doing his job. Um, I'll give another one um, that I have. A six-pack. His mother's blow-up. We talked about his mother. I thought that whole scene was some of the best acting in the movie when it comes to the impassion uh, in the roles. Like It seemed it seemed like Mark Wahlberg really sold it mm-hmm. very well. That, that mother seemed like a really crazed-out mother. Yeah, she was. And the father was a sad she was. man sitting on the bed. I mean, it was, it was a rough... It was a rough scene. Did you have any other six packs on here? I got, got six more. packs. I got my six packs. All right. Go with one. Okay. Maybe um, with your may I see it? Well, thank you, Eddie. Oh, shit. That <laughs> the, the facial expression there, even though we find out later he's a complete fucking pedophile. But before that, that facial expression. Yes. It's damn. You know, it's funny. I have a six pack here and I have it as everyone's reaction to his penis. But I was really speaking about his first sex scene and how mm-hmm. everybody around the scene reacted in their own way. Like read, right. Look to the lean to the right or left or something left to the left. Yep. And everyone else like, and then Phil, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's like, <laughs> he quivered in the knees. I think <laughs> Philip Hoffman, like it's still Scotty when, J. When, when he's taking him to the scene. Yeah, dressing room. Yeah, he keeps sucking on that sharpie on the clipboard. Yeah, that's such good acting. Like that character, he was in that character so well, wasn't he? Man, I thought that sharpie was going to bust a loaf. I, you know how much I love his acting. So I know you do. That's why I feel like this movie came about to do because he's in it. We're doing it. Uh, No, actually, don't you have a friend who wanted us to do this? I forgot to mention. Oh shit, we did. I know we did. Tom or something. Tom, yes. Tom. <laughs> so we're doing this for Tom. We so are. Uh, we totally fucked that up because we weren't right into the movie. So we hey, might it's okay. add that. Someone's in a hurry tonight. Tom, so, you know. Bro, I'm so sorry. That's my bad for not giving you props at the beginning. But he had requested this because this is actually, this is coming out for his birthday. Matter of yeah. fact. So yeah, he's well. Yeah, it, I hope he enjoys it. And from he's my bad, hear. Tom. I'm so sorry. We didn't mention that at the beginning. We just got into this movie because we had been just discussing it. So, but yes, this one's for Tom. This one is for Tom. And I want to say, I want to go in another one of my favorite scenes that and I Tom have on here. Probably hung like Dirk Diggler. Well, good for Tom. I don't know this. Good. Good. But okay. I'm just gonna say, say it probably you know is. I'll say good for Tom if he is. Uh, but I just want Tom, I hope Tom someday can say a line like, I like butter in my ass and lollipops in my mouth. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. 
when the guy's telling um, uh, Jack why he needs to go to video. I like, hey, I'm just like the next guy. You want to know something actually? <laughs> Shit. Now I got to get into a Tom story. Okay, go to a Tom story. This is so funny. Uh, this is perfect for this too. So now this is like fucking 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. Okay. Got so it. We're hanging out with Tom at his house and his big dick. And yes, Tom's he's just, he's, he's one of those, he's got to have one. I know he does. I have faith. Uh, so no. So Tom, um, he used to have this awesome, like big red couch, which I fucking loved. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not leather, not going porn here or anything, but anyways, so we're at, we're sitting there and one of the cushions had a stain on it. Oh, okay. no, no, no. It wasn't that, but we're like, Oh, there's something on your cushion. They were like, we were like, what is that? I don't know. It's like, it's like, I don't know. He's like, oh yeah, it's not like pussy juice or anything. <laughs> right? Like, there you go. There's Tom's dirt Diggler Tom. comment right there. Tom wins. <laughs> oh gosh, Tom. But literally, I was like, oh shit. That's Did awful. you tell him about sofa covers after that? <laughs> no. You know what? He wouldn't go for that. I bet you, anyways. Because he'd yeah. be like, you know what? Your cushions should be how nature intended them. If there's pussy yeah. juice on it, you leave pussy juice on there. Not that <laughs> it was, but it wasn't. That's so bad. True um, story, though. True story for Tom. Um, so uh, another thing, I have a more scene. Do you have another scene you want to give out another scene? You have another Another six-pack? Yes. Um, yes. So Eddie and Roller Girl, or not Dirk at this point, when they're doing one of their scenes yes and they're coordinating you know yes bed, and when he's like oh well, the the use your left leg if, and if i yeah if i move her leg and roll her over we can immediately go into do- doggy style literally <laughs> no i love that because that's top gun that's that is if i reverse on a hard cross i can immediately go to guns on him <laughs> you're <laughs> literally with <laughs> That See, and I was thinking of. the line after that, are you, oh, he said something about him being okay on the waterbed right after that. <laughs> I was thinking that, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I'm okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, waterbeds. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think uh, Paul Thomas Anderson must have a waterbed thing. Cause if you watch licorice pizza, that is very central to the plot of that movie. Yeah. Um, did you watch it? Um, I did, but I, We'll tell you, I don't remember it very well. Oh man, you're you're bad at watching nah, movies. I guess I'm not bad. I think I was drinking. See, there you go, guys. That's why I'm here. I'm the one that brings you the hard. You're stuff. drinking, or I had too many cookie dough bites. Now I have. have a, I want to go into another one of my favorite scenes, um, and that is the when they're at the recording studio and doing that song. You got you the got touch. The touch. <laughs> you got the power. That whole scene, man. That it's. And so funny. it's really funny because steel dragon what's, what's actually worse watching their porn acting, which is actually really good. Cause they do it. So it's so bad. badly. Well though. Yeah. Yeah. Or watching him try to cut that song. Well, that song is, that's just pathetic. I think that's pathetic. I think the porn acting is camp, which is funny. The the song is pathetic. It's, it's, yeah. But it's funny, but th- I, I think I don't know if like people probably like realize how good of an actor you have to be to act that bad. 
Well, I had that note on there. I didn't a say porn it. star would act. That Julia Moore earlier in this movie, when they go to that first scene, she's acting poorly. She's acting, acting poorly in a porn. But you would so think you like, were watching a porn if yeah, you didn't know who those actors were. Really good acting of acting poorly. <laughs> it's really good. It's fucking, it's like, it's so meta. It's so like, it, it, I don't know. I just love it. All right. So give me your next scene. Give me your next one. Oh, my other six pack is. I, mean, I have a whole bunch. So there's plenty of scenes. But my other six pack, I have to give it to the bromance. Oh, just the bromance. The bromance itself, because I told you that that is one of those. It rivals almost. I love you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not there, but it's in its own way. It is. And what's you know what's really weird? I was watching it, like I said, right before I got here. And before they go to my my next six pack, um, they're in that little place with uh, Thomas Jane's character. Tom, is it name? Is his name Tommy? But they're they're talking about going and doing the deal for the five uh, the five gram or kilogram yeah. or half a kilogram of coke, and Scotty is still there. You know what I mean? Like he's still a hanger on. I I just thought that was weird. So they have that bromance, and I Scotty is still hanging After, on. Which you know, and I got to jump back though too with with him. So when he tries to kiss, um, yes, orally assault Dirk. Yes. I thought there was going to be a suicide there. That one, that did seem, but but, but that would have been a little cliche for a uh, gay community, but that is actually what happens a lot. But then it's so, crazy. It, I, I will say that's a very interesting point in the movie because really that's where my attention was. I mean, obviously it's because the camera was on him, but that's what you're thinking either something like that or he's just going to do something crazy because then he goes and gets in his car. You're like, what's he going to do at this point? And then nothing after that. But then we go nothing. to little Bill popping a cap and his wife. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then you really don't see Scotty that much in the movie. He doesn't right. really say much, but he's there. You know, I, it's it's really strange. Um, I, I would say that. He's just I, that really just... drunk and really wasted, you know. <laughs> but I want to get to my next six pack thing, right. six pack or our favorite scene, whatever you want to call it. And that's the motoring scene. With uh, Alfred Molina, um, where he's talking about his mixtape and Sister Christian is on. Yes. Um, a, a funny fact is before this movie, Alfred Molina had never heard uh, Sister Christian's uh, really? Sister Christian or uh, Jesse's Girl. Seriously? That's because a fact. To me, Jesse's Girl is what takes it over the top. Yeah, the next song. Yeah. Jesse's he had never Girl, heard that. That's when that comes on in a movie, you know, okay. You want to hear a quote from him? He said, when I said yes to the part, they sent me those two songs. I knew neither of them because neither was released in England. So I had to sit down like for three days on my own, playing those songs over and over and over so that I knew them backwards because they became so emblematic for the character. So there you go. So then did he have to ask what moot means from Jesse's girl? No, he probably knows that the point is probably moot. He understands the the words. He probably just doesn't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's an English word. I, mean, I know, I but do you think about when that song came out, all the kids that listened to that song, all the teenagers, and even probably people in their fucking 20s. Didn't know what moot how meant. How many people probably actually knew what moot meant? I knew what that meant, but I don't know, I guess. Playing. 
I had a different type of parenting. It's I guess. just a very, it's still been to this day. It's one of the strangest words to put in a song to rhyme. I would agree. So that's all. All right. Other thing I want to talk about is another favorite scene I have is Dirk's ending dialogue. His whole doing that scene and then doing his whole whipping out his junk at the end. I would say that was a great scene and you had to get the payoff for the movie. I, I get it. It was funny because um, like he's rehearsing, but that's like the best porn acting I've probably ever seen. Yeah. The way he was delivering those lines. I'm like, he was, yeah, that was really good. It was like, yeah, <laughs> like that's not going to work in a porn, but he's doing it in a Don Johnson outfit. You know, well, yeah. <laughs> it's a very Miami vice. What white with was. Pink. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of the Don Johnson look, but it was a great dialogue. I thought, you know, he delivered it well. And I thought the, the payoff on the end, yeah, we saw a big Johnson, but you know, is what it, it was is. fake. I already knew that. It wasn't real. So, um, well, double sided tape and baloney. <laughs> I have in my last six pack, kind of like your brothers, your, are your bromance, um, is the music. I think the music, there's so many great needle drops where the music hits at the right moment. Yes. Like you said, it kind of makes porn come up in your head for a while when you hear some of these songs, but Hey, I'll listen to ELO now and I've been listening to that lately and now porn will be in my head when I see it. I know it's, it it is like its own porn soundtrack. It is. It is. It is a great, well, it's just not bad. I mean, all those songs aren't from porn specifically. It it does. Think what's good about that though, is it finally gives you a soundtrack to replace bow chicken. Wow. Wow. Bow chicken. Wow. Wow. That's the only thing anybody ever does. That's the only porn music you ever know before that. Yeah. Now we have porn music with words. It's great. Spill the wine. Dig that girl. Yeah. Fill that hole. I mean, what? Oh, wow. Uh, okay. So let's get into some of the more lower points of this movie. Oh, I got my more, generic rate. More problems. Okay. You go first then. My generic moment, my official generic moment actually is at the beginning. What is it? Eddie. Really? When, not Eddie himself. But when oh. Eddie meets Jack. Yeah. And he thinks Jack wants him to Jack. Yeah. You know, and all that. He's like, says he's already done it a couple times that night. No way. Oh, okay. sorry. Well, here's my generic point. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to be in that club where I know the dude washing the dishes has already whacked off a couple times yeah, for sanitation had... reasons. I, I had a note. He shook so. his hand too. After knowing this. Now this, again, this is, takes place in the seventies, which is well fucking pre COVID pre Pre hand hand sanitizer, all that shit. Just soap and water. Right. That's it. (laughs) There's no quick spritz on the hands. Like I, (laughs) yeah, I will have a Coke. Keep it in the can, please. (laughs) And he shook hands with him. Um, I have a, a generic, and it's uh, that fucking denim outfit that he wore as Brock Landers with all the little patches of denim. I just wasn't a fan of that. You could have just said Brock Landers. That I could that Canadian like, that Canadian uh, wedding suit is what I could have called it. A Canadian wedding suit is a denim suit, I believe. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. Canadian. I have another. I will give my second uh, thing that I find. Um, that annoyed me a little bit, but I understand the the purpose of it in the scene. And that was the fucking firecrackers in that Alfred Molina scene. Yeah, that was the boom. It was like, oh fuck, 
It had so to be firecrackers. It is distracting. It was. But maybe it maybe it needed to be there. Maybe I'm calling it generic, but if it wasn't there, would I miss it? That's the question. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I wouldn't have missed it because you got good music going on in the background, which also was getting interrupted. Yeah. Yeah. You've got crazy dude in a house coat. Yeah. And Spanky's on. I think you've got oh. enough going on in that scene. You do. You do. You've and got a lot crazy friend. On. We came here to fucking do something. I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to fucking do it. I want to tell you what's in your fucking safe under the goddamn bed. Here's what I want to tell you though. Yeah. About uh, Thomas Jane. You know, what's interesting is that he was in this movie about a guy who has a really big dick that goes into porn. And then in the future, about 12 years later, he's going to be in hung on HBO where he's a guy who has a really big dick and tries to get into being an es- male escort for it money all comes full circle. Jerk. Is it that it's like, I'm like, I'm like, I forgot he was in this fucking, it's like foreshadowing for his career. Foreshadowing or foreskin? A little bit of both. I'm all guessing. Right. A little bit of both. <laughs> all right. So, um, I did what I asked you. Do you have a porn name? Have you picked out a porn name? I have not. I wasn't prepped on this to do so. Oh, everyone has their porn name. Everyone what, knows what, what they like. If tomorrow someone said, I'm giving you a million dollars to star in a porn, you'd be like, okay, uh, here's my name. Let's see. Damn. I mean, I've seen, I've done the things before. I've seen the things where they say it's like the street you grew up on and whatever. You yeah. Know, we put those together and all that shit. That's stupid. It is. That's what I'm saying. So you've actually taken the time to pick out your porn name? Well, I put one on here because I was trying to think of something like based on this movie, what would be good in this movie. And I have Avalanche Johnson. Uh, you know, it's almost kind of Cockburn. It's almost kind of confusing. Avalanche Johnson. Yeah. I'm an avalanche with my Johnson. Okay. Storm Cockburn. That's another one. Let's see. I mean, there's all kinds of names you can go I know with. now, Jesus. See, when you put me on the spot like this. You, your creativity is stunted. <laughs> oh. I mean, oh, shit. This is tough. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it. I thought you would have one. I thought of all people, you would have oh. had your own porn name. I'll tell you right now, this is what we've learned today. I have not ever decided how much I would charge to jerk off in front of somebody, and I have not picked out my own porn name. <laughs> um. Okay. Man, there's so many ways to go, and I can't think of one of them. Okay, that's all right. How okay. About um, Bruce Saber. Bruce Saber, there you go. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Saber, Avalanche Johnson, Not saving the together. world. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, we I could wanna... start. There you go. There's our screen names. We could do our own Fast and Furious porn parodies. <laughs> yes, we have to save the world with our dicks. With our dicks for the um, government. Uh, um, I, I know you're going to want to do one more thing, but before we do, I got a fact about um, Burt Reynolds, mm-hmm. how he did not like Paul Thomas Anderson during the filming of this. Oh, really? And he says, and he says, I think mostly because he was young and full of himself. Every shot we did, it was like the first time that shot had ever been done. He also told the Guardian, this is what we told, 
that he turned down acting in Anderson's follow-up, Magnolia, because I'd done my picture with Paul Thomas Anderson. That was enough for me. Mm. So, so there you go. It's interesting. But Burt Reynolds, and I could see that. I mean, he's a seasoned actor. He knows his shit. I think this is his last movie he did with Swagger. Like, this but is his last Burt Reynolds movie. He, I mean, he kicked the shit out of this part. He was yeah, he did. Awesome. And this, like, he's a six pack in, of himself, in and of himself, honestly. Yes. He was um, awesome. He really, really fucking was. Uh, yeah, he definitely was. I, mean, I could get that. I mean, it kind of, that, that just makes me think of the whole Bruce Willis, Kevin Smith deal. Yeah. You know, or he'll never do another. Yeah. Where he was like, Bruce Willis was just more like certain things he expected to be done a certain way or Kevin Smith. Yeah. Do, you know, every director's different. Right. But I guess I would, I mean, I would, I think I would appreciate somebody being that excited about what they're doing. I don't know. I yeah. Guess, yeah. I, I, wasn't I don't know. There, so it's kind of, it's kind of hard to say. We don't know. Maybe he felt like an arrogant prick trying to tell an old situation guy. was. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want to go say one more thing. Cause I forgot to talk about earlier. The Colonel, we did learn that he was a filthy pedo and it was yes. kind of nice to see him get his come up and send his oh, prison cell. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, Jack dropped him like a I, bad habit, like yeah. real quick. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think um, um, Jack is the uh, porn director with heart. Yes, he is. So, so did you watching this again? Sorry. Um, seeing him in there. Did you have a little Jared Fogle feels to that? Oh yeah. You know, you get a little bit of all that, uh, locally here in Ohio, the Mike Davis feels somebody with, yeah, somebody with money that got taken down being a pedo and who were, yeah. Now the only difference is he was not a reputable person like these other people have been. Right. So well, how reputable are you? peddling six foot sandwiches or six. No, I mean, it's a little more reputable than peddling porn. I mean, let's get right. (laughs) Well, in today's world, I don't know. No, to me, it was more, uh, it it just made me think of that when he was the whole discussion, like they found more stuff when they were there. Yeah, I know. I remember it was, and, and that was rough. It's a rough thing to hear. And as soon as he, he says, I just like to look, I didn't, you know, and it's like, eh, Click. Well no. <laughs> done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not your friend. Is this another one of those movies that like makes you so happy you don't do coke? <laughs> this is a movie because cocaine is the impetus for everything to happen. Everyone spiraled because of cocaine, and then every and once the, the cocaine was out of the picture, they came back up. And the impotence. And the impotence. Yeah, he couldn't get because it up, and he got his ass beat. I mean, it was what? it was rough. Uh, that I forgot. We gotta throw that in there. Okay, go ahead. But, you ass, know, it's I know I just, when he gets his ass beat, though. Yes. By that group of guys. Me. But the guy. I, I'm still trying to figure out. So is he yeah. really a complete homophobe? Because and just setting him he was up before. Because that's what I'm saying. And nobody you was there. Keep the shit out of him for doing that. But yet you're willing to set that whole thing up by sitting half a foot away staring at him and telling him what like, to do, telling him what, what to do. the hell is going on there. And this is before text messaging. So it wasn't like he text messages his buddies. Hey, I've got him on the hook. Now he was sitting there watching, not knowing when they were going to come. He could have right. finished. He could have finished. He could have finished on his face. 
and not even know. I, I mean, that thing's like when you see something like that, you got to know, hey, this this Whoa. is not an ordinary water gun. This is a fucking super super. That's soaker. a howitzer. It's like, a howitzer. It's, it's not a BB gun. This could go anywhere at any range. We don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Go ahead with your question. Here we go. This is going to be a very interesting one for this movie. Memorabilia, me- memorabilia time. What do you want from this movie? All right. I've thought about this. Don't pick anything used. <laughs> well, we already know that I wouldn't mind having the Dirk Diggler neon sign, but you know what I want? Um, I want his orange Corvette. I, that was like one of the things I thought about, but it's fucking awesome though. Come on. Be cool. Well, do you want it now or after it got shot up? I want it bef- pre shot up. That's <laughs> all right. What do you, you just want? want that? Because you want every time somebody's over, you want to take them in your garage. Be like, this is my most favorite thing in the whole this world. Is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, um, after I thought about this a little bit, it actually hit me like this is actually the most perfect thing I would want from this movie. What? I want roller girls skates. That was that's the other one I would have picked. I just want to let you know that's the one that was in my mind. That's something because because here's the thing. It's much better than a Dirk Diggler sign and putting them up in my bar that my kids can see and I got to explain what the fuck that means. It's a pair of skates. I mean, this was the adult movie awards would be kind of cool too, but this is what Nancy Kerrigan trained in before she hit the ice. (laughs) Yes, she did. I say something like that. Yeah, I can make up some (laughs) shit. Dirk Diggler, there's nothing you can make up with that. You're like, oh, it's a video game character. Yeah, it's so true. 13 inch so. pixelated dick. <laughs> pixelated dick. His dick is so big, it's more than a few pixels. That's a, you know, most people in a 16 bit game, it's a two pixel dick. It's, it's a seven to eight pixels. <laughs> How many picks are you? That's a question for everybody. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, are you ready to rate this movie up? Let's rate it. The concept of this movie actually I find very interesting because it does get your attention with the porn aspect. Mm. But this is one of those, like there's so much life after porn, which I really do appreciate seeing that part of it, you know, cause you always wonder like, and they've done stuff, I think similarly since then, like documentaries and stuff like that, porn stars, former porn stars, you know, trying to leave the business and everything. So I think that's a very interesting concept for a film. And it does, which like you said earlier, showgirls came out at the same time. Mm. And so, yeah, two different things there, but you know, if you're, if you're going to do a film like this and you're going to tackle that kind of subject, you got to know what you're doing. You got to have a vision, which obviously he did, but there's a lot fucking amazing cast. Like this is like oceans 11, but porn. Okay, so it really is such a great cast. Some of the performances were just fucking spectacular. And then you add into it the extra layer of seeing them act shitty as porn actors, but do it very well. You know, you've got so many different layers of acting in this. It's crazy. But my biggest problem with the movie itself is it, which which we've talked about, there's so many details that are not included that I think, which again, it's already a two and a half hour movie. Where are you going to fucking put it? Pat, where are you going to put it? There you go. Another pun. <laughs> um, but there's so much lacking with that, 
when you're going to tackle something like this, I think you need to add more of that because that's what I do think is a, 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 a big miss in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're approaching some tap, you're approaching like this is taboo stuff to a lot of people. So you, I think you really need to add more into the backstory that these people had to get into porn and what's going on in their lives. We didn't get nearly enough of that. So do you think that's a big, big fault for this movie? Honestly. So I got to ding it for that. Hmm. I really do. So again, but awesome performances. um, But because of that really, and again, it's one of those, it's also something that's not like, Oh, I want to watch this. This is all the time. It's not a very rewatchable movie to me per se. Because I've seen it. Don't want to sit down and invest two and a half hours of my life again every now and then. Not really. Um, so I'm going to go 15 and a half. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, um, I think this movie is brilliant. I like anything that, you know, you can call an audible in the middle of and maybe yank one out on. <laughs> you know, different reasons to view a movie. <laughs> uh-huh. So what yeah. parts did you call an audible on? <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to know. When Buck goes to the donut diner, uh, <laughs> Dirk gets in that car. When Dirk's in that uh, staying alive style headband that uh, John Travolta won. It's nice to know after I mentioned fucking that we were late starting to record tonight because you were still watching it. Now I know why. <laughs> but anyways, I love the movie. I I think it's a good a uh, good portrait of an industry that was changing at the time and people trying to come to grips with their stardom and how they fit in that. And then their own narcissism and their fall, um, and trying to get back up from it. I mean, really that's what it's all about. Uh, plus a lot of great characters. I think, Uh, sorry, I I don't want to interrupt your review, but yeah, like I didn't hear. I do think though, I mean, and you saying that it's like, it really was a good portrait of that. Yeah. But that's what it, I think, it could have done so much more than it did. Yes. But then also to even throwing that in, like you did the, the, the whole industry changing and going to, yeah, you know, VHS and stuff like that's a whole nother fucking thing too. That's a they whole other level. Really touched. It's a whole other level. And especially it's, like, it's just, we, we, we crazy. talk more about their human side of things and less about the industry side of things. Cause that's what the great about this movie. It like, like my review said in that fake review, it's the porn got us in there. It's the stories kept us there. Your fake the, review the, was actually the best one of the three. Yes. So my point is, is that my <laughs> fake review is real. I'll actually give you. It was really mine. <laughs> but unlike my friend here, while I had thin backstories, I'm going to accept what I saw and think that it was great. So to me, this movie is like really good. It's 21 cans. I actually totally respect that because. This is not a movie I'm ranking low because I'm like, you're a fucking yeah. idiot if you like it. It's just one of those. I have to rank it low because of You, you want more about the it, I Roller Girl and more about Like Eddie. I said, it was just like I said before, if if you're going to go there. Go there. This type of movie, then go there. But and again, I, I think it's I think part of the problem with this is. This type of movie has never really been done. And you can't make yeah. a seven and a half hour movie. Wow. To do all that and explain everything because we already know once you bust the load, you're not going to stay for the whole movie. Where you learned that. <laughs> they don't make those kind of movies. In five minutes, you're done. 
<laughs> yeah, right. that's You're so walking true. out of the theater. Oh man. See anybody that wants to do that, if you want to make a movie like that, you wait and show all the fucking hardcore porn in the last five minutes. You do the movie, you give the build up to it, give the story, yeah. then show some hardcore fucking. <laughs> that is where we need to go in cinema. That's so you're you saying do. you're saying you everyone need. should watch the English patient. No, 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 no. That's that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> what I'm saying is we need to see Black Widow fuck Captain America at the end of Avengers. Oh shit. You're going <laughs> This is what I'm saying. That last five minutes, I want them to go to Pound Town. Now here, here's one for you. I want him <laughs> to invade Charlotte's Web. That would be a marvel to uphold. Appalled, whatever. What did you say? Yeah, uh, it would uh, be a marvel. That, that would be one marvel to see. <laughs> it really would. A marvelous action. And then That's... we can mix it in with some DC and some DP. I don't know. <laughs> I need you to take our reviews, put them together, and give me I a did it. average. You know, what? I put them together. And what's our average? I double stuffed it, eighteen point two five. And what's a what does that put it next to? What's the movies that we would <sighs> say are see. as good as this? No man, or somewhat as good. Near um, Matrix Revolutions is eighteen. Well, that makes sense. Uh, eighteen point three seven five election. That's a good movie, though. I this think is... that's a good comparison to completely different movies, but at the same time, interestingly quirky. And the same time period too. Yeah. Nineteen point five for Almost Famous. Well, that's a really good movie. That's better. It is, but I'm saying I think it's another one where you talk about the score to it, the music. Yeah, yeah, the music. You know, I mean, the needle drops on these are just and what it. Yeah, epic. I Eight, mean, eighteen point three seven five for Fast and Furious Six. Good movie. Well, you know what makes you know funny. You know, you say this. I just want to tell you at work, somebody said, asked, asked a question about Fast and Furious Seven out of the blue. Right. And you know, we're experts. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I start going to what I think is the best movie and why, where that one fits. And I go, but number six was supposed to be two movies. That's why it has two endings, which is why it has a good rating in our system because it was like two big movie endings in one movie. <laughs> oh boy. 18.125 Maverick 1994. Yeah. Good movie. Good movie. Good movie. So, yeah. And those are all movies I could watch equally. I can watch Boogie Nights again. The only problem with watching it, and my wife asked me, why didn't you watch this at work? And I said, it's a movie about the porn industry. I can't watch this at lunch oh, at my shit. desk. All right, now I got to fucking tell this story real quick. <laughs> See, you it's your fault. I didn't do it. Go ahead. So I um, was trying to finish watching this movie. Because it's a two and a half hour movie. Yes, it's a fucking long one. So it is a bit of a beast. Let me tell you about the awkward, strange, not shame that you feel, but almost like that you should when you're sitting in the school parking lot 20 minutes before your kid gets out of school to pick them up and you're trying to catch up about 10, 15 more minutes of it on your phone on Netflix. That's some weird feelings right there. Hopefully you aren't watching that kernel scene when that's happening. (laughs) Listen, literally, I'm in my car, windows up, nothing like, you know, I got it blasted on the surround sound or anything. But I'm literally, even with my, on my phone, I'm still, and there's no nudity scenes, I'm still like holding it like nobody walks by and feel weird. It's just weird. It's fucking weird. 
Like I get I should it. Not I get be it. In you a fucking feel... elementary school parking lot watching you... Boogie Nights. That's why I didn't do it at work because I knew those feelings would be there. So I'm not. I'm not crazy. I am not crazy. I can tell you that much. So looks I've like said it's too much. <laughs> so it looks like that's uh, in a good place in our list. So I would like to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to join our Patreon so you can get some of that bonus content and other st- fun stuff. Get the remember, boner you can content. go to boner con. Yeah, after this, maybe we'll rename it. But remember, you can go to sodapopcultureclub.com for all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions, just like today's episode. And our episode schedule is there as well. We are also on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and we have a Twitch channel. Now we want to give you a little tease as to what next week's movie may be. See if you can guess what it is. Sometimes, not often, I like the idea of a woman with a horse. (laughs) And (laughs) I mix it up. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, we go from one taboo to the next. So as always, we do. That's always we thank you for listening. Anything else? Thank you, Tom, for requesting this. We hope you enjoyed it. Happy birthday, Happy birthday asshole. Bro. And hopefully you don't have any of those weird stains on your couch. Anymore.
it's Sheena Shea, and as you know, life can get crazy when it's all happening. But whether you're a mom like me or have a ton of work engagements also like me, everyone should have two minutes to spare. So everyone can enjoy a factor meal, a delicious dietitian approved meal that's fresh, never frozen, and gets delivered right to your door. You can choose from calorie smart options, protein plus options, and more. Visit factormeals.com slash Shea40 for 40% off your first order.